Welcome to a bonus episode of Talk Description to Me. Um, as you probably know, there has been an explosion in Beirut with um, a lot of terrible uh, things happening for the city and a lot of very um, troubling and, and terrible images coming from that. So we thought we would sit down just briefly today and talk about some of that uh, to share with our listeners. So, uh, JJ, it's hard to know where to start here. Um, in communicating, you described, you said videos like I've never seen before. So I don't know where to start. Can you just sort of dive in and explain what some of the visuals are that you've been seeing? Yeah, absolutely. So I... Yeah, when you and I were, were were messaging back and forth about this, these are images that I have not seen before. The the scale of them is the 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 scale of this explosion is it's incredible. It's massive. So after the the first explosion and the first fire, which is downtown in a port area, a lot of people started filming. So when the second explosion occurred and that's the one that rocked the city uh, there were dozens of people filming so the the things that make this extraordinary are both the the size of the explosion and the fact that there's so much video of it and so we thought this was uh, that and the fact that I mean at this point there's a death toll of something like 100 people killed and 4,000 people injured this is a, a major event and we thought let, let's uh, let's describe this as quickly as possible. So a little bit of background information. Beirut is a city of about 2 million people, somewhere around there. And it's a coastal city. Uh, and this this explosion took place in, a, in an industrial facility right on the water. So this is in, uh, right in the port area. But the port area is connected to residential area in this city. So... Uh, uh, there are lots of people in this area, uh, lots of people filming from high-rise buildings and so forth, uh, condos and office towers and whatnot that are in the area. At this point, the cause of the explosion isn't uh, fully known. Investigators are focusing on a stockpile of what they believe to be 2,750 metric tons of ammonium nitrate. Oh. Uh, this is an, uh, it's an explosive material. So just for a bit of context, 2,750 metric tons. In 1995, Timothy McVeigh bombed a, a federal building in Oklahoma City, and he used the same material to bring down a third of that building. And that uh, explosion was caused by two tons of ammonium nitrate. This is 2,750, so the scale is enormous. And right beside the facility that was housing this um, this explosive material is a fireworks storage facility. So, <gasps> oh my yeah, god! Yeah. So there's some understanding right now that those are likely connected, but uh, that has not been fully determined yet. The explosion was so large that uh, three hundred thousand people lost their homes. The scale of this is enormous. So. Okay, let's dig in. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be watching some of this video as I describe it uh, for you. Uh, I'm going to go back and forth a bit, and I'm, 
I'm going to do my best not to sensationalize this. It's it, some of the, the 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 description of this is is going to be extreme. These are it's this is huge, but uh, I'm going to do my best, of course, to be keeping in mind that there are at least a hundred people killed, and four thousand people injured in this explosion. So, uh, with that in mind, the primary fire, the initial fire that's at this facility. Um, uh, was uh, was an ongoing concern. This was why people were filming. There's a large plume of of thick uh, smoke, the cloud of smoke that's rising up from this storage facility. To right beside the facility is a taller warehouse facility. So there's a low storage facility which is on fire, and then beside it is a taller facility. I'm not sure if it's a a mod it, it's a boxy building uh perhaps it's a it's a grain storage i i uh, i might have heard and this is at a an industrial area that is jutting out into the eastern mediterranean sea so this is a built out piece of land in the port area and again this has been filmed from at least 14 different angles uh, i'm sure there are more uh videos floating around but i've seen it from at least 14 different angles some from the sea some from downtown um some from the ground some from uh apartment and condo buildings so there's a thick plume of smoke coming from this burning fire uh, that is in a, a very low warehouse building. And it's hard to see much of the fire itself because there is so much thick gray smoke pouring out. Um, but what you can see are these flashes at the base of this fire, these flashes that look almost like sparks of lightning in a cloud in the sky. Um, you'll sometimes see this not uh, not when bolts of lightning are coming down, but when there's just there, there's electrical activity in a cloud, or if you're in an airplane flying above uh, an electrical storm, you'll see the same type of thing. These sparks inside this fire, inside this cloud. I, I'm guessing this is just a guess that that would be the fireworks from the fireworks storage facility. Is that not an effect you would normally see in a building fire? Not in a fire like, no, you would normally be seeing flickering of orange and, uh, uh, and and yellow flames, but not these sparks, not unless there's something very specific that is that is burning, like a firework or perhaps an extreme electrical fire. You might see some of this, but not typically in a regular in a regular fire. Okay. Um, would you expect to see these kind of sparkling? Um, and then as this plume of thick gray smoke is rising into the air and that this plume of smoke is about the same size as the as a nearby uh condo tower so i'm guessing maybe this plume of so smoke is 30 stories tall that's just a guess but about that tall oh my god and then suddenly there's a massive fireball explosion just enormous just absolutely monstrous that dwarfs these condo towers that are next to it and it's I, i've had to slow this down so I, i'm going to describe this kind of in slow motion here because it, it happens so quickly so this burst of flames and it starts off it's it's almost like um if you would imagine a sun exploding because it starts off spherical when you watch it in slow motion and it bursts out until it's it just shoots into the air 
Uh, so it starts off spherical and when you pause the video uh, at, at a moment when it's in this more spherical form, uh, you can see swirls of red and orange inside this, you know, th these paused moments of, of fire, fury and activity and movement. And it bursts uh, to life this massive fireball that um, encases the uh, boxy building beside it this bigger boxy building and almost instantaneously there's a, a, a shell of cloud that envelops this ball of flames and this is the this is a blast wave cloud I've since learned and it's so it completely encases the fireball and then and then spreads expands and and as it expands it is it moves into kind of the mushroom cloud the classic mushroom cloud which made some people uh mistakenly believe that maybe this was a nuclear event it is not um uh it quite clearly lots of experts have said it is not this kind of mushroom cloud can occur in for lots of different kinds of explosions um so you've got a shell of cloud of white cloud around the fireball and then it very quickly expands into a mushroom so that so it's a thicker at the top and thinner at the bottom and then the ring it kind of the mushroom cap becomes a ring that then spreads all throughout the city and this is the blast wave that is uh, expanding all throughout the city and oh. some of these videos are taken from one mile, two miles away. And when the explosion occurs and this blast wave, which is a blanket, a thick blanket of, of smoke and energy that is washing over the city, people who are filming these videos duck to the ground, they drop onto their floor, they run inside, the, the you know, videos get really chaotic. And uh, a second or two later, when the this cloud washes past the person filming glass shatters the rumble then comes because the sound of course travels slower uh, travels more slowly so it catches up and 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 then people are scrambling on the ground they're screaming the glass shattering furniture blowing over depending on how close you are to the event uh, and then hopefully the people who are filming get back up and they turn back and they start filming again they turn their cameras their phones back to the fire and what's left instead of this gray plume of smoke that was there in the beginning there's now an absolutely enormous red plume of smoke it's like a terracotta color and it is maybe two or three times as big as some of the nearby condos again perspective's difficult it's a little hard to tell exactly how big but it's enormous and this is kind of the this is what the initial fireball turns into it turns into this cloud of thick 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 red smoke it looks absolutely solid it doesn't look it doesn't look fine or wispy or it is it is an, a near solid object it appears to be from a distance and again these are filmed from all over the city so depending on where you are there's going to be some slightly different visuals like if there's i saw one video someone filmed from the street level so there are 
you know, buildings on either side of the street and the person's filming and the explosion isn't what is focused on in this video. You see a bit of this flash and you see a bit of this, um, uh, uh, this blast wave cloud. But what you really see, because it, it, there's a tunneling effect between these buildings, is this cloud, this wave just whoosh, wash right over uh, the camera operator. Oh my God. It, it's stunning. I, I have to say, I don't, I don't think the camera operator in that case uh, likely survived. I uh, was thinking about, as you were saying, so many different cameras and angles and that yeah. if we have that video I assume it meant it was because the person was able to yeah hold on to their phone and survive and get out of the danger zone yeah I, I think guess we in, don't know yeah in in some cases it's clear that the person gets back up and they turn back around and they and they continue to film um, in some cases the images are that they end in in visual chaos they end with a phone being dropped or stepped on or glass shattering and and that's and that's it and these videos get bounced around in in such a way that it, you're not always seeing a post by the person who took the video so it's hard to know uh it's hard to know where it came from and it's hard to know if the person who took that did in fact survive i'm sure in some cases um they didn't i'm trying to follow the connect the dots is it possible to film on your camera and be uploading it immediately like how does video get to the internet from a phone that got stepped on during the filming yeah well that's a good question i mean some people could be uh, live streaming uh, oh, on, oh, on oh, facebook oh, oh. and whatnot uh there, there would be ways to do that some people might have uh if they if they wound up in hospital with their phone maybe someone else would take their phone and then and, of course, and upload these of videos okay yeah it sounds like um these images would be in a um in a grotesque but inescapable way hard to look away from i could imagine just watching yeah. it over and over again if only to try and take it in to take in the scale of it yeah absolutely and there's something we are trained to like explosions in movies and these are this is the this is the climax of action films and you know so there's something about it that is um that often when you see some smaller explosions there's a there's a fascinating kind of cinematic quality to them this is actually on a scale that is larger than any cinematic explosion i've ever seen it is huh. just it's just so massive because this was filmed uh, uh because this occurred in a port facility there were people who were filming from the water um and some some of those views uh, offer the uh, it's the clearest view because there's nothing between the person filming and the explosion there are mm -hmm. no cities there's no buildings mm -hmm. um and you you get a sense of the scale you can see the explosion with the city behind and the buildings beside and the scale you get the breadth of this blast wave cloud so my understanding is that um that anything within a one mile radius of this uh explosion likely had a building collapse um at least partially collapsed and everything within a two to six mile radius of the uh, initial blast 
um, you, you're having your windows blown in, uh, and there's more superficial damage to property, depending on how close. You know, at two miles, maybe you're talking about your windows coming in, maybe your car gets knocked uh, and, and pushed, uh, maybe not flipped, but pushed. And then closer to six miles, you're getting more superficial damage to uh, windows and uh, and trees and so forth. But just monumental in scale. There's there's a lot of rubble. So the the then the next wave of videos, some that people started filming immediately after, and some that have been coming in in the however long it's been, eighteen hours or so since. Um, there are um, you you get to see the devastation in this Portland area and in the adjacent residential area. So in one case, I saw a video that someone had shot from a building, and it looked like it was a building that was maybe under construction um, because the interior of the building, there was no furniture or anything. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of material around, but no furniture, no nothing like that. So someone's looking out through shattered windows at the uh, the cityscape between uh, between the building that, that's being filmed from and the explosion and uh, all of the buildings are either fully leveled or partially leveled they're just in absolute tatters these are concrete buildings that have completely crumbled you're seeing nothing but um uh like structural supports and 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 frames and uh, like you know rebar frames and and bits of concrete hanging off of rebar what i found really stunning about uh, about these images is the color it's gray everything is gray because when all of this concrete is destroyed when all of this concrete uh, is is broken the gray dirt that falls the debris everything is covered in this layer of gray it's a silty gray uh, uh, material that just covers everything so the color is really quite stunning mm -hmm. and then the person who's filming comes back in their building they they, they film the under construction apartment they go around to the back and they film the fronts of the buildings behind mm -hmm. that were facing the explosion mm -hmm. and the fronts of these buildings these are uh, apartment buildings and condo towers uh, hard to tell exactly how tall they are, but, you know, mid-rise to high-rise buildings. And all of the windows are blown out. Like every single window is blown out in these buildings. Mm -hmm. uh, there's there's dirt and debris kind of uh, pressed into uh, the concrete that is that, that remains. And then he films down, or he or she, they film down onto the ground. And, uh, and you see lines of cars, people trying to get out of the area, but they're having to weave through uh, debris and overturned vehicles. And uh, uh, it's, oh my you God. know, absolute uh, chaos and, and devastation in this area. 300,000 people uh, losing their homes. It was staggering. Um, one of my... Um Mr. Rogers quotes that I go back to all the time is he describes being a kid and looking at horrible things on the news and his mother would help him process it by saying look for the helpers yes. and so um, yes. are are you seeing images of, of what is being done to help people? Yeah that's lovely. There are um, there's a whole separate kind of uh, 
uh, cache of videos that people are posting and sharing, which are um, people in their homes uh, looking after their kids. Um, so people who have cameras in their houses, you know, nanny cams or security cameras or whatever you want to call them, mm -hmm. um, that were just filming during this time. So not the videos that are looking at the okay. at the explosion, but the videos that are looking just at the house, at the apartment. Yeah. And these are people who, in several cases, they dive to their kids and they grab their kids and they pull them in and, and, uh, and, and you know, there's one video I saw of a, of a man who's holding his his whose child and he's kind of running back and forth in his living room like not quite sure where to go what to do and I think in the end I, I don't have the video up but I believe what he does in the end is he takes the kid into a into the kitchen and like and, and puts him under the under the counter like yeah. puts him in a in a yeah. cupboard under the counter yeah. so there are videos like that that are going around I haven't seen any of the videos so far um, that are of, as you say, the the helpers, the the people who are, who are digging, and the people who are searching. Those are going to be, I think, coming out. They're probably starting to come out now, and that'll be the next wave of, of image that comes out. Those those moments of of heroism, uh, where people are, are digging and searching. There's also v lots of videos of the injuries, uh, and you know the hospitals and that that kind of personal devastation. That frankly, I. I try not to go there. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what the value is of those. Uh, I'm sure there's arguments to be made uh, to that that they're valuable. I'm not sure that's kind of uh, the most helpful place to go. I I agree right with now. that. And sometimes yeah. I think they're they're important. But I also think if that was me, I wouldn't want to be the one yeah. on, on that film either. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, when you were describing freeze framing and looking at the the video is sort of one frame at a time. I was thinking about how how hard these images are to look at, but for you to have to parse them one frame at a time, that's that's yeah. a level of, of viewing and analysis that most people don't don't have to do. So uh, on behalf of me and the listeners, thank you for that because it's oh. hard enough to listen to. I don't know how you keep it together uh, dissecting them and, and yeah. describing them for us. So thank you. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Uh, you, you know, with with a video like this, it's in in a funny way. It's easier to it's easier to separate yourself because it's it's so big, um, and you're you. The, these videos are shot from a distance so there is a there is a there feels like a physical separation as well as an emotional separation because of the scale um sometimes it's the smaller personal oh, injustices yeah. and injuries that are oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that are really tough